The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am your host. Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, the United States has concluded part three of the World Cup qualifying campaign for next year in Qatar. Now, after this campaign, what started off as a great win over Mexico had to go into a dull 1-1 draw against Jamaica. And ladies and gentlemen, before we even get any further, I am going to point out that the United States probably should have lost this game? No. No, 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 no. Not probably. They definitely should have lost this game because, quite frankly, Jamaica was robbed of a game-winning goal. Okay? The goal looked fine to me. Okay? The United States got lucky. Okay? And they were, they, furthermore, they were, they were luckier that Canada managed to actually get the job done against Mexico. And as a result of that, because... Canada beat Mexico, and the United States drew against Jamaica and beat Mexico, Canada is on top of the CONCACAF qualifiers. That's right. Canada is on top. Canada is the only undefeated team right now in this current round of the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers for Qatar. Now, the fact that the United States went from a huge win over Mexico at home to a 1-1 draw on the road in Jamaica, again, a game that they should have lost, the United States is lucky. Very lucky. And now looking at the top three spots, Canada's on top with 16 points. The United States, second place with 15 points. And Mexico and Panama are tied with 14 points. In Mexico's case, they lost both games. Dropped six points. That, ladies and gentlemen, is not good for... for and, for the team, forgot the nickname for a second. I actually had a a brain a brain fart for a second. 
But the bottom line is, for Mexico, dropping two straight is bad. Absolutely bad. I don't even know what to say as far as, far as Mexico goes. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's incredible, isn't it? It's just absolutely incredible. You know, and I'm going to look at, you know, the schedule that Mexico had, you know, has, you know, so lost to Canada today, lost to the, lost to the USA last Friday. And that was before, you know, in the previous, in the previous campaign back in early October, they actually had picked up seven points total. They had that 1-1 tie against Mexico Excuse me, that 1-1 tie against Canada in Mexico. And then Mexico would beat Honduras 3-0 before beating El Salvador on the road. So Mexico was in good shape. In very good shape. And now for them to drop like 6 points, like 2 straight losses. I mean, that, that rarely happens to Mexico when it comes to World Cup qualifying matches. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, it, it, it's really, it really is an embarrassment. And... And not surprisingly, on Twitter, apparently after Mexico lost to Canada, some of the players uh, decided to uh, misbehave. But unfortunately, that's uh, that's not that's no surprise because there's that's no notoriety on the on the Mexico national team. It's not just the supporters, but it's also the players. But man, but anyway, so congratulations to Canada. They actually, rightfully so, they deserve to be on top of the on top of the group. And, you know, the United States, you know, if they only had gotten the job done against Jamaica, they would be on top. But, you know what? It could be worse for the USA. But, and, you know, and for, and like I said, last thing for Mexico, Mexico's lost two straight. That's two, that, that's six points down the toilet for Mexico. So, it could be worse for Team USA. So anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and, talk and recap these games. These games, and you know, and last thing I want to say about this game between Canada and Mexico. I mean, Canada just, just, just an unbelievable win. I mean, this is actually the first time since 2000 that Canada has beaten Mexico. So, so congratulations to Canada. But now let's stick to the USA. Well, that game against the USA versus Mexico. I'm gonna be honest with you, folks. I actually did not watch the game. I was actually at an independent professional wrestling event. For those of you who know me very well, I am a big fan of professional wrestling, and I am a strong supporter of the independent wrestling promotions. Support indie wrestling because indie wrestling truly matters. These are hardworking wrestlers that travel all over the country just to entertain a small crowd. Give them the support, guys. So anyway, so you know, even though. Uh, I was at the event, you know, even these wrestling events have intermissions. So during an intermission, I looked at the score and we were actually, you know, it was still 0-0. Then right after the intermission ends, the USA takes a 1-0 lead in the 74th minute. Christian Pulisic, who actually did not start this game, who came on off the bench, puts the USA ahead with uh, Tim Way providing the assist. And in the 85th minute, just 11 minutes later... Weston McKinney doubles it. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. Absolutely, absolutely incredible. And you know, from that you know position, you know this game was actually in Cincinnati, and for the USA, I mean, that, that's the third straight time that you, that Mexico has lost to the United States. I mean, oh, <laughs> this is going to be a year to forget for for the Mexican national soccer team, for the players, and for the fan base. 
losing to your long arch long historic arch rivals the United States three times. Three times. First time in the CONCACAF Nations League final. The second time in the CONCACAF Gold Cup final. And now in a World Cup qualifying match. I mean, it's just incredible. And, you know, going, and, you know, and right now the squad of this team is like the average age is like 22 years old. You know, this U.S. men's national team is very young. And there's talent. There's major talent. Goes from Weston McKinney, Tim Way, Christian Pulisic, Ricardo Pepe. You know, it's unbelievable. And right now, and as I've said, you know, the United States is actually on its third test. The first test was winning the CONCACAF champ, uh, excuse me, the CONCACAF Nations League, and then winning the Gold Cup, and now it's World Cup qualifiers. And so far, the USA is doing a, a good job, but they, they're going to have to pick it up. I mean, that draw against Jamaica could could come back to bite them in the ass, but it's up to the USA to stop that. And looking at the game against Mexico, you know, and I'm looking at the uh, stats. You know, the USA had 18 shots total, while Mexico only had eight. Only eight. I mean, that's just incredible. Like for Mexico to only have eight shots, eight total shots. And I'm looking for the more, and, and out of those eight shots, four were on target. Okay. It's not, it's unbelievable, just unbelievable. A resilient American defense, you know, and, and Mexico had their chances. You know, I, I saw the highlights of this game. Make, make no mistake about it, folks. I saw the highlights. Mexico had chance after chance after chance after chance to put the ball in the back of the net. They could not do it. So the resilience of this American defense is not going to be ignored. It's, quite frankly, it can't be ignored. Four saves. Four saves. In this match, and that's incredible. And I, and I'm gonna take a look at the starting lineup from that game. You know, it's good to see you know Zimmerman and Robin. You know, both Robinsons were in the defense. One of our guys eventually was sent off after picking up two yellow cards. See Tim Way, Ricardo Pepe, and Aronson. You know, both in the in the front three in the attack. Again, Polsic did not did not start. Man, it was it, you know, I really believed that the USA was going to pull it off, but I just didn't think that the USA was going to be able to keep a clean sheet against Mexico. I mean, we saw that in, in the Gold Cup, but I didn't think it was going to happen again. So, obviously, y'all know that I, I'm just you know I'm I'm still baffled and dumbfounded a bit by how the USA just finally got how the USA was able to beat their longtime arch rivals this particular way. And looking from those uh, stats, you know, USA had 23 clearances, 23, 12 interceptions on defense, 23 clearances, and four saves. As far as the take-ons go. The USA had 67 successful duels and 12 and 12 successful crosses, while 29 total crosses. And Mexico had 22 total crosses, and only three were successful. And you know, and looking at this, you know, the, when I mentioned how Mexico had their chances, two big chances were missed by Mexico. USA missed a big chance of their own. 
But Mexico had their chances after chance, you know, to put the ball in the back of the net. They just could not do it. So the, the Mexico could have scored if they it could have scored if they well like, that was the problem. Mexico could not score, and the U.S. and the American defense was just was a bit overwhelming. I mean, the USA defense was was pretty solid and resilient. But man, you know, I'm just looking at you know all the clearances and everything. I mean, that's that's the resiliency I'm talking about right there, and all the the interceptions, the saves. I mean. That's concentration. That's resilience. That's how you play. That's how you play if you want to qualify for the World Cup. That's how you. That's how you beat your longtime arch rivals. That game against Mexico, and I was just so impressed. I, I, I figured, you know, the USA is going to build on this, and there would be no problem playing against Jamaica. But unfortunately, the United the United States was not able to take that momentum going against on the road against against Jamaica. Now. In this particular one, you know, USA dominated ball possession, 61%. Total of nine shots, okay? Nine shots. You know, two shots on target, okay? And the United States actually took the lead first, just so you all know. Tim Way put the Americans ahead in the 11th minute, and then Jamaica, 11 minutes later, equalizes. And let me be clear, like, in the 84th minute, it looked as though Jamaica had scored... But the goal would end up being erased for, uh, I would imagine, offside. I actually didn't get to see the highlights just yet. I'm actually uh, got, I got some notes. Uh, I actually, uh, well, actually, I'm actually watching the highlights right now as we speak. <laughs> I actually got it on silent. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the goal right now, and yeah, it's, sorry, I'm kind of improvising because uh, such a hectic schedule. But you know, I'm watching the highlights right now, and you know, Jama- Jamaica's goal, that game-winning goal looked looked fine to me. And I hate to say it, but I'm just telling all the truth. You know, uh, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I mean, the, uh, that, that's why I, I, I stand by what I say. The United States got lucky, got super lucky, and honestly, this result is unacceptable. You go from beating Mexico and then you can't even beat Jamaica. It's unacceptable. You know. But from looking at here, Jamaica had a big chance missed. You know, I would say like one big chance might have been missed, but. But one of their big chances was was taken from them. Jamaica had that goal. That goal looked, looked was legitimate to me. You know, and 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 this is where we see like you know the successful duels. You know, both teams you know with very good tackle accuracy. Jamaica actually had a hundred percent total tackle accuracy. Jamaica, uh, excuse me, that would actually be the U.S. I'm sorry, actually, it was actually the USA who had actually a good tackle accuracy. Jamaica was too good too, it was 87%. And Jamaica with 30 successful duels with the United States having 34. But Jamaica, 15 interceptions. 15. And that's amazing. And a total of 31 clearances combined for both teams. USA had 16, Jamaica had 15, and both goalkeepers had one save. So that tells me this game was a heavily defensive effort, you know. But you know, while as resilient as the United States defense was, I mean, it was pure luck that that, that the referee decided to make a mistake to take away the goal. Because, like I said, the goal looked good to me, you know. And, and I've double checked it, you know. I I've, I was looking at this uh, particular goal, you know, several times and. And quite frankly, if I could watch it from every angle, you, you, you all know that I would. So, 
But I'm I'm just, I'm just like you know I'm just like trying not to be so disappointed because like I said it could be worse. But but the United States could be on top right now as we speak, but they're not. They are not. And I'm just like you know seriously like. And you no, know, in the lineup for this game, you know, even my good friend and my mentor Steve Adams, you know, wasn't was impressed by it. So, and I'm just amazed that I'm just like you know, wow, that USA just had you know had to rely on a mistake to. Uh, it's it's just you know see it's just that it had to come this way because it's it's frustrating for Jamaica because. Looking at the standings right now, Jamaica is buried. I mean, one win, four draws, and three losses. I mean, I'm not sure how how you come back from that. You know, but Honduras is you know is buried dead last. You no, know, Honduras has yet to even pick up, has yet to even actually win a game. Three draws and five losses. El Salvador is right above them. You know, Jamaica and El Salvador, both with one win, and Costa Rica has two wins. Oh boy, it's just unbelievable. So, anyway, aside for some of the confusion, if you know, I might sound like I'm just you know having a hard time speaking. It's just, uh, it, it was just so hard because you know because of my hectic schedule, I, I was forced to miss the game versus USA and Jamaica, and I, and I was shuffling through all these highlights to uh, to really you know get the best you know and the main highlights didn't actually show the pedal the goal that was taken away so you know I figured that's important so because that's important so <sighs> so I don't, I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to, what to say other than the fact that the USA was pretty freaking lucky but uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and leave it at that because you know I'm kind of I want to keep repeating because I'm sure I've said it like three times already. But so now the now that this campaign is over, with the fourth uh, World Cup qualifying, the fourth the part four I should say of the World Cup qualifying campaign is to resume next year in January, as the United States will welcome El Salvador. Take a look. I want to curious to know where the game is gonna be. Well, it doesn't say. Obviously, it's in the U.S., but I just don't know where in the U.S. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. And after that, you know, J- Jamaica's going to play Mexico at home, and, you know, that'll be tough for them. So, but USA's going to play El Salvador at home before going on the road to play Canada, before returning home to play Honduras. So, that being said, you know, Canada is perfectly capable of beating the United States, but. USA versus Canada, a point for the United States would be sufficient. If they could pick up the three points against El Salvador and Honduras, then the USA ought to be in good shape. Now, going if they can go for the win against Canada, that would be good because you know getting nine points out of the out of these three games would be superb. I'd imagine it would put them in good position. Because after that, there's another hiatus, and the final phase of the qualifiers will be in March. While the United States will play Mexico on the road. Before finishing it at home against Costa Rica. Well, before that, you know, they'll play Mexico on the road before playing Panama at home and Costa Rica on the road. So, so still a long road ahead, but Team USA certainly has the talent, but they're going to have to keep the mentality and the behavior, uh, the behavior properly. They're going to have to keep their act together. 
But after this one-one draw against uh, Jamaica, right now I should say is you you better you boys better get your act together. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.